At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. As we inch closer and closer to the tournament, conference tournaments, uh, some of them underway in the mid-majors, the major conference tournaments beginning next week, regular season wrapping up, including a game uh, in which we will see the final home game for Coach K at Cameron Indoor on Saturday against North Carolina. Duke will be heavily favored in that game. And hopefully the Blue Devils, uh, for Coach K's sake, finish the season strong heading into the ACC tournament as that number one seed. In the NBA, I will continue to harp on this, but the Lakers are completely broken, and I think that they're not going to make the postseason. I don't think they're even going to make it to that 10 seed to even be in the play-in round. This team has now lost four straight games. Two and eight in their last 10. They are just one game up on New Orleans for the 10th seed. And they are two games up on Portland for the 11th seed. And if Portland had not lost their last three straight, the Lakers right now wouldn't even be in the play-in tournament. Look at the odds on the screen. Lakers, yes to make the playoffs, plus 160, no, minus 190. That doesn't mean in the play-in tournament. That means winning in the play-in tournament to get into a first-round playoff series. The no is obviously the favorite because even if they do somehow get into that play-in tournament, they're not going to win and they will not get into the playoffs. But I really don't think that this team is actually going to even be in this playing round. I think that they're going to keep losing, and I think Portland's got a chance here. Now, again, they've lost three straight, but they start winning some basketball games. I don't trust the Lakers here at all. I, I really don't. And I know a lot of people are going to say, hey, Lakers' desperation spot coming up, you, you got to maybe buy in on them and, and think that they're going to go sell out and 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 win this game or compete in this game on Saturday evening against the Warriors. I, I can't trust it. I can't. Not not with this how bad this team is playing, even though the Warriors themselves haven't been playing good basketball. They've lost three straight five of their last six games. 
the Warriors have lost. And this was a spot here on uh, Thursday that I thought was a great spot for them. It was a rematch spot against the Mavericks after they had just lost to them a couple of days ago, blowing a 21-point lead and then a 17-point lead. And I felt, hey, this team's going to want to get revenge. But they were down 11 after the first quarter. And it's clear that they are missing Draymond Green significantly. Steph scored 21 points. Clay had 16. Wiggins had 17. But they're not getting enough from anybody else. Looney had eight. You know, Kuminga had eight. Jordan Poole had 23. That was the high-scoring mark of the game. You're not going to win many games when Jordan Poole's your, your highest scorer when you have Steph and Clay on the court. Steph was 8 of 15 from the field, 4 of 5 from three-point range. Would have liked him to take a couple more threes. Clay was 2 of 8, though, from downtown. And the Warriors now, with the loss, are just a half game. Uh, let's see. Are they a half game now? Still half game above the Memphis Grizzlies because Memphis fell to the Boston Celtics. So with Memphis losing and Golden State losing, no change in the standings there. But I'm still a believer that Memphis gets this two seed. Because unless Draymond Green comes back and and the Warriors start to click again, no, I think this team is going to lose some more games here down the stretch. And for Memphis, tough game in Boston, even though Celtics didn't even have Jalen Brown in this game. John Morant had 38 points. Jaron Jackson Jr. had 20. Jason Tatum, though, for the, for the Celtics, 37 points. Horford had 21. Smart had 18. Didn't even need Jalen Brown in this one. Uh, White off the bench had 12. And the Celtics, man, I can't. I know we talked about it a little bit uh, maybe last week. But this is a team that coming into the All-Star break was playing better than anybody in the NBA. They had won, what, 10 straight games, I believe it was? Nine straight games? And then they lose to the Pistons, of all teams, the Pistons. They lose to the Pistons right before the All-Star break. And then they come out of the All-Star break, they win two straight, but then lose to the Pacers. It's like inexplicable losses here. But then they beat the Hawks, they beat the Grizzlies, now they'll play the Nets, and uh, that game will be in Boston, which means this will be a Brooklyn Nets team that will not only have Kevin Durant, who returned here on Thursday, but also Kyrie Irving. And speaking of the Brooklyn Nets and the return of Kevin Durant, he looked good. I know it was a loss, and the Miami Heat, even without Jimmy Butler, one of our picks, by the way, which did not do well tonight. We went one and two. Uh, Miami, though, winning in Brooklyn, 113-107. Bam Adebayo had 30 points. 
Kevin Durant played 35 minutes. That's more than I thought he would play. He had 31 points on 10 of 21 shooting. Four rebounds, four assists. He looked good. He did. It's only the first game back, and they did blow a lead and allow the Heat to come back and beat them. But having not played since January 15th, having the team go 5-16 and 16 without him, <laughs> they're very happy to have him back. Very happy to have him back. And if he makes that three with about a minute left in the game and the Nets take the lead, they might close this one out and win it. So the Nets now 32-32 and on the season. And they've lost three straight. That's fine. Whatever. You look at the standings. They're still okay. They are one game up on Charlotte and Atlanta for the ninth and 10th seeds. They're two and a half up on Washington, who's the 11th. But the reason why I say they're okay is because Durant's back now. And having Durant back now, having Kyrie available for road games, eventually Ben Simmons should make his debut. And they're hoping that it's going to be about two weeks was the latest report that I, that I saw, that they were hoping that it was going to be about two weeks away. There's no real timetable. That was the quote from Sean Marks, the general manager. Um, he said, quote, hopefully by the end of next week, he's getting more into the team environment, and then we can really ramp up and start getting him into shape. So we're not going to see him likely in that game in Philadelphia next Thursday. Um, Probably not going to see him there. And if they're going to get him back, maybe it's at the end of the month, which is okay. Because I think Kyrie and Durant can hold it down. Brooklyn's got 18 games remaining. They have some easy opponents on the schedule. They have the fifth easiest schedule remaining in the NBA. So they should be able to pick up some wins to keep themselves in this play-in situation of being the 7-10. to And the benefit, honestly, of being a bottom seed once they make it to the playoffs is that they'll be on the road for more of their games, which means Kyrie Irving will be available for more of their games. That's a benefit to them. And yes, in a seven-game series, it's only one extra game, but that one extra game could be the, the, the difference maker. Having Kyrie for four out of seven is much better than having him for three out of seven. The Nets' next three games are all on the road. Boston, Charlotte, Philadelphia. Which means Durant and Kyrie for all three games. I would look for the Nets to go two and one in those games. And yes, two of those games are against Boston and Philadelphia. But I think the Nets can go 2-1 and one in those games. They'll return home to face the Knicks. They can beat the Knicks without Kyrie. Then they go to Orlando. Should be able to pick up a win. Couple of tough home games. Couple of tough road games. But all in all, I think this team will 
play about 500, a little above down the stretch here of the final 18 games of the season. Maybe go 10 and 8. That's, that might be good enough just to keep them here, keep them afloat in this 7 to 10 range in the Eastern Conference. Talk more about what's going down in the NBA. Take a look at the updated futures market as well. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S C O T T S O N A I R. Coming up about 15, 20 minutes or so from now, James Alberino will join me in studio. You follow him on Twitter at Spread Investor. We will talk all things hoops, both college and the NBA. This is the look ahead right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hell. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Zin Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke free and spit free and are made with food grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and two strengths, three milligrams of fresh nicotine satisfaction and six milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zen. Visit Zinn.com, that's Z-Y-N.com, to learn more and to find Zinn nicotine pouches near you. Zinn nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Elsewhere on your NBA scoreboard here, on your exciting Thursday, the Chicago Bulls had a lead, and in the fourth quarter, the Atlanta Hawks took that away. Uh, the Hawks uh, uh, outscoring the Bulls 40-32 to in that fourth quarter, coming from behind in the entire second half as they uh, outscored them by, um, I believe, uh, 12 points in the, or 13 points in the second half to win 130-124. I talked about the Celtics beating the Grizzlies 120-107, the Heat beating the Nets 113-107. How about a couple of upsets? The Pistons beating the Raptors in Toronto 108-106. Then it was the Kings 
in San Antonio, beating the Spurs 115-112. The Mavericks beat the Warriors 122-113, and then the Clippers over the Lakers 132-111 as the Lakers continue to slide. I'm not, like, rooting against the Lakers. I know it may seem that way. I just don't believe in them. I don't think that they're just going to turn it around. And with Anthony Davis not playing, LeBron James can't carry this team because he's not the same player he was when he was younger. He just can't carry this team anymore. And I know people are saying, oh, well, once they get into a playing situation, LeBron's not going to lose. Loses every night. Every night. They've lost three straight now. They're 2-8 and eight in their last 10. LeBron had 26 points. Westbrook had 17 points. But the Clippers, 36 points from Reggie Jackson. And let me tell you something about this Clippers team. They themselves hanging around. Clippers are currently in the eighth spot in the Western Conference in that play-in round. And I don't know when they're going to get reinforcements. But if they do, how dangerous could the Clippers be? Think about that. Everyone's talking about the Denver Nuggets in the West and how good the Nuggets are going to be when Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. come back. But what if Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are able to play in the postseason? I don't know if that's realistic to expect. Um, Paul George underwent an MRI before the game here against the Lakers. Uh, that MRI is just one factor in deciding when he could start his comeback, start his on-court activity, and get ready to go. Um, So, a TNT report earlier this month, I'm reading from the LA Times here, uh, quote, indicated that George could be ready to play by the first week of March should his tests go well. Lou, the head coach, Ty Lou, hasn't confirmed if that would be the case. Um, but it would help that you get Paul George back now, let's say in two weeks, right for the final week of the season, final couple of games of the season, solidify yourself in that play-in situation, and then you have Paul George available to play for you. The Clippers right now have 17 games remaining. Maybe you can get, if Paul George, if that MRI came back clean, you get him back with about seven to ten games remaining, go six and four, go seven and three in those final ten games of the year, and maybe this team is a dangerous one come the playoffs. In the Western Conference, the Clippers are plus 3,000 to win the West. 3,000. It's crazy. Now, if they don't come back, this is going to be a 
severely undermanned team come playoff time. Because let's say the Clippers in the first round have to play the Warriors or the Suns or the Grizzlies. And if, first of all, even with Paul George, they'd still be heavily underdog, heavily, you know, heavy underdogs. But without Paul George, they don't win that series. They don't, they don't have a chance. The only chance they have at winning one of those series against one of those top teams is if Paul George is available to play. But the way that they played defensively, get your scorer back in, in PG, and uh, sky's the limit for the Clippers here going into the playoffs. L.A. has uh, won seven of their last ten games here and uh, looking pretty okay here. For the they're they're pretty much a lock to be in this play-in situation. They are several games up, like I said, with only about 17 left in the regular season. Uh, taking a look at what's coming down here this weekend, you got yeah, it's an exciting schedule because uh, we have on Saturday. Well, first of all, coming up on Friday, Bucks Bulls, good game in the Eastern Conference. Cavs Sixers. Good game in the Eastern Conference. On Saturday, you got Sixers Heat. Huge game in the Eastern Conference. And Warriors-Lakers could be the Warriors burying the Lakers. Or the Lakers maybe showing some signs of life. Let me tell you something. That 76ers Heat game might be... I'm kind kind of jealous. Not jealous. Is that the right word? I'm kind of bewildered. A little bit upset. Like, why? And I know why. It's LeBron James. It's Steph Curry. But the ABC primetime game on Saturday, the marquee NBA primetime game, is Warriors-Lakers. I'd much rather see Sixers Heat on national television. I'd much rather see Sixers Heat. (laughs) That game is going to be probably for which team is on top of the Eastern Conference standings. Because looking at the standings right now in the Eastern Conference, Miami's in first place. uh, Philadelphia's in second place, two and a half games back. The Bulls are also two and a half games back. But because Sixers have the tiebreaker over the Bulls, Philly is now in possession of the two seed. Bulls lose again on Friday to the Bucs and... Now, all of a sudden, uh, they drop even further behind. And the Sixers, they beat the Heat. They start getting closer. And and I don't know what Jimmy Butler's situation or his status is going to be for that game on Saturday. But that's the marquee game of the day. Not the embarrassing Lakers against the Warriors. Two teams that have combined to win just six games in their last 20 combined. Both teams three and seven. In their last, oh, actually, excuse me, even worse, five games. Warriors are three and seven. Lakers are two and eight in their last 10 games. So you get two struggling teams on a Saturday primetime game. I'd much rather see 76ers against the Heat. Updated odds in the Eastern Conference Sixers plus 350, Heat still plus 475. NBA champion Sixers plus 650, Miami Heat plus 1,000 to win the title. You know, Heat plus 1,000 to win the title, I think is not a bad bet. Just looking at all those teams that are above them, they have just as good, if not a better chance to win 
than all of those teams. I, I, I'd like the Heat plus 1,000 to win the NBA title. Coming up next, we'll be joined in studio by James Alberino. We'll continue the NBA talk. You can follow James on Twitter at Spread Investor. He'll have some thoughts on uh, the games coming up here on Friday and on Saturday. We'll talk about that marquee game between the Sixers and the Heat, as well as the primetime game between the Warriors and the Lakers. Uh, who does James value here in the futures market? And what is he picking up on with about 20 or less games to go? in the NBA regular season. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Hit us all up on the network at VSIN Live. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The college basketball season is in full swing. Grab a five-hour energy to stay alert to watch all of your favorite games, or if you stayed up late to see that intense overtime game, like that 5 OT game with UConn several years ago, uh, take a five-hour energy shot in the morning so you can energize your day with zero sugar and an unbeatable blend of vitamins, nutrients, and caffeine. It's the perfect pick-me-up for getting stuff done. Go to 5hourenergy.com to find over 15 flavors to choose from with flavors like grape, tropical burst, cherry, blue raspberry, and more. There's a flavor for everyone. Get a 5-Hour Energy today. Scott Zadenberg back here. It's The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Joined in studio by James Alberino, professional handicapper, who you can follow on Twitter, at Spread Investor, James heavily invested in the NBA this time of the year. I know you got some college coming up with the conference tournaments, but really once football season's over, I mean, you dive not even head head first. I mean, you are fully in the water with the NBA. It's pretty much since October at yeah. this point. But I, look, I, I think the NBA is at a different point now than it's mm-hmm. been in a really, really long time. And I had this conversation the other day where you remember in the NFL when Lamar Jackson and Mahomes first got in, and they were just covering some ridiculous spreads, no matter what the point spread was. There's te- this, this is an era of the NBA where it's not going to last forever, but teams like the Grizzlies and, and teams that are good on the road, they're blowing teams out. And there's not many cases where you have the NBA in a situation like this. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the Grizzlies, they lose to the Celtics here on Thursday. Uh, even without Jalen Brown, it's hard to argue with how good this Boston team is playing. Boston's really on, on the up right now. And... They're doing it with defense first, but now the offense is starting to figure it out. And Marcus Smart's been big for that team, too. They were looking to get a point guard at the deadline, and then Marcus Smart comes in, and really they got away from looking for another point guard option. It's changed their offense. Tatum's shooting the ball a lot better. Beginning of the season when they were blowing all those fourth-quarter leads, they were playing a lot of iso ball. They're mm-hmm. a different team at this point, and they're going to be a team that's going to be a tough out in the playoffs. Yeah, and, and their futures odds have significantly decreased. Yep. They're now plus 950 to win the Eastern Conference. Still a pretty good value at that number. It's a good ticket because they're going to end up somewhere in the neighborhood of a five seed. Mm -hmm. They really, really surge, you know, getting the four. But either way, four-five match of it, it's a good ticket. They're live in any series. Well, we know the Eastern Conference is wide open right now. Uh, The Heat, without Jimmy Butler, go into Brooklyn. Kevin Durant's return. He scores 31 points, but the Heat come from behind 
to win that game. How impressed were you by that performance? Yeah, not really surprised, though. The Heater, a system, the Heater, a program where even when they're, they're short guys, they're going to come to play, and they've had guys that are at the end of the bench that have been playing starter minutes since December. So the Nets, a lot of talent at this point, even with KVD coming back, they're still figuring it all out. 48 minutes is a long time. You put together a group of guys that they've played a grand total of one game together now at this point altogether. The Heat came and... and Really, second half, the third quarter specifically, was really strong. Yeah, and, and you and I talked about it. When Oladipo is cleared to play, oh, man. it makes them so much more difficult uh, to play against. Uh, also, uh, here on Thursday night, the Lakers losing once again. Surprised? Uh, not surprised at all. Clippers win 132-111. I was on the Clippers the last time these two teams played a couple of nights ago or, or last Friday. I was on the Clippers again tonight. L.A. Uh, Lakers are just broken right now. They've lost three straight. They've lost eight of their last ten. And I'm telling you, James, I don't think they make it into the playing tournament. They're going to get into the playing tournament, I think, because 11 and worse in the West is that bad. Yeah, Portland. But in the, not and, they're, and, they're, and they're tanking. Mm-hmm. They're going to get smoked in the playing tournament. They're going to it's going to be the Pelicans, it'll be the Clippers or the Wolves. That's the that's 7 8 9 10. They're going to get smoked. And if you if you're still betting the Lakers cuz there's people that are still justifying reasons to bet the Lakers. <laughs> What are they what watching? Are you, like, <laughs> what are they watching? It's, it's every single night. Trevor, put it this way: Trevor Ariza was starting for them, averaging less than three points per game over a ten-game stretch, and tonight didn't play. Coach's decision, at least, unless maybe until garbage time. It was mm. the middle of the fourth quarter. He didn't get a minute in playing time. That's how bad of a position they're in right now. Yeah, uh, let's see. He did not play. Nope, <laughs> did not play. Austin Reeves was on a nine for forty-five. Three-pointer stretch, 20% over a month and a half. He was He's starting for the Lakers. Yeah. Starting. Mm-hmm. They're bad. They're bad. Uh, <laughs> this guy's betting them. West well, Coast, you're up the, late the, watching. The thing that's stop. hilarious is that the, there's a lot of people that, and I've heard this and I've read this a lot, oh, it's desperation time for the Lakers. Hasn't it been desperation time for the past three games? Hasn't it been desperation time for the past week or so? And yet they're still losing, and they're not even competitive. I don't know. You got <laughs> to unlearn something. You got to un- take away your approach towards the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Everything that you're thinking of, you keep betting them. So does that mean? Let's fast forward. I, I know yeah, we have games couple, on Friday. A couple of spots. Let's but, look at the Lakers schedule coming. But up. Let, look at let's look at the, look at the Lakers coming up on Saturday. They play the primetime game on ABC against the Warriors. Oh, this is a, this is such a get right spot. The Warriors coming into this game off of three losses in a row. The Warriors lost to the Mavs twice. They blew that lead Sunday versus the Mavs. They should have won that game. And on Tuesday, they lost to the Wolves. Mm -hmm. This is a complete get right. The Warriors have flaws. The Warriors cannot win the Western Conference with the roster, with the way that they're in right now, even when Draymond Green comes back. Tough spot without Clay being 100%. But against the Lakers, they're going to use this and... Nationally third, televised this, this game. This will be a third quarter. If you're sitting home and you're and you're it's Saturday, you're, if you're sober when it's the third quarter of this game, bet the Warriors in the third quarter of this game. This will be one of those games where they they blitz and they come out strong. Mm. Like uh, Steph Curry finishes with like I, 31. I think so because <laughs> the Lake the Lakers when they come out of the locker room at the second half, you saw that game on Sunday versus the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. 
It, it's been bad. All right. That's one that we're definitely going to pay attention to. How about on Friday? Uh, Cavs against the Sixers. Cleveland's yeah. been struggling a bit lately. Well, Cleveland finally got Darius Garland back after a couple of games. They didn't look good last night, but I thought that was a weird game. Darius Garland wasn't supposed to play. Then he gets inserted into the lineup with a half hour before the game. Now, he played well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just don't know how much that affected the rest of the team where different game plan, all of a sudden, warm-ups, you're expecting one thing, and, and boom, different thing happens last minute. Mm -hmm. I think they're the type of team. We've bet them all season. I don't know how long they're going to stay down. Seven and a half definitely caught my eye. Not because of the starting five matchup as much as, which is going to be a great matchup. Yeah. The bench is an advantage advantage for the Cavs. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the Sixers, Sixers now don't have up. that much depth. The they picked Sixers, up uh, Drummond now, right? To, no, no, to, oh, DeAndre, uh, Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, they have Danny Green and... Paul Millsap coming off as really their top two guys. And Niang, their top three guys off the bat. Shake Milton is not shooting the ball well. He's not what he's been over the last couple of years. I don't think with the bench that they have right now that they are a team that you could confidently say, okay, they're a shoo to win the East. Starting five, mm -hmm. great. It's going to be real tough. Embiid can't play 48 minutes. And there's going to be – and, and I think that even this weekend, the, the Sixers are playing the Heat Saturday. That's going to be a spot where – the Sixers. Do you think this is a bad spot for the Sixers on Friday because they're playing the Heat on Saturday? And they're, they're playing the team that's directly in front of them in the standings. I don't. I don't think that affects them for Friday yeah. as much. I think they're locked in for tomorrow. I think. I think if it's a really competitive game and the Cavs cover seven, it's just because it's a close. Yeah. There's not. There's not much. Much of a gap between the two, and the Cavs are good. I don't see the Cavs staying down for long. I think they'll have a bounce back. Also tomorrow night, uh, Bucks at the Bulls. I like this a lot. I, I like the Bucks tomorrow a lot. Yeah, yeah. Chicago seems to be slumping because without Lonzo Ball and Caruso, they really have to rely on DeRozan so much and and Levine and defense are starting to load up on DeRozan now. DeRozan had 18 points the other night versus the Heat. He had 22 tonight versus the Hawks. That's not going to get it done. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he was scoring 35, and yes, it's MVP stuff. He had to score 35 yeah. to win those games. We texted right after the Hawks game last week. He had 37, and the Bulls won by four. So tonight he doesn't have 37. They lose the game. Yeah. Now you're going to get the Bucks. What's really the handicap in this game, the Bulls are going to be flying in from Atlanta tonight, get back to Chicago. That game ended East Coast about 9.30, 10 o'clock. They're not going to get home and settled in after 1 o'clock in the morning tonight. Now they have to come in, play the Bucks, who were day off. Momentum now from that game versus mm -hmm. the Heat. The Bulls struggle with size, and this is a nationally televised game. The Bucks have gotten up for nationally televised games. I haven't been strong on the Bucks the last couple of weeks, but this spot, yes, this is a, this is a good Bucks spot. Rested. Yeah. Chicago losing three straight now. And and not third. covering all three yeah. of us. Three seed now in the Eastern Conference. He's James Alberino. You follow him on Twitter at Spread Investor. Follow me, Scott Seidenberg, at Scott's on Air. We'll continue the NBA discussion, get into a little college hoops coming up next. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN. Follow us all on the network at VSIN Live and go to VSIN.com. Find out all the ways you can watch and listen to us right here on the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next college basketball bet or any bet, be sure to visit VSN.com. Check the current betting splits data. This feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way. VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. It's the look ahead here on VSIN. Scott Sadenberg back with you, joined in studio by James Alberino. You follow him on Twitter at Spread Investor. Let's wrap up the NBA talk before we get into some college uh, basketball here, James. Uh, you mentioned the Bucks against the Bulls coming up here on uh, Friday as a good play here with the way that the Bulls have kind of been trending downwards and, and the Bucks uh, getting up for this game on ESPN and, and trending upwards here. Uh, on Saturday, there's a, the, the heat against the Sixers. I know we talked a little bit about Philly here in their game against the Cavs. Why do I want to hammer the uh-huh. heat in this game? Like because the heat is so good like, bets. because I feel like the public is just in so they're in love with the whole James Harden thing. Yeah, everyone loves the Sixers. Look at their odds in the future market. They're second favorite to win to win I, the Eastern Conference. I now. can't wait for this game, and I think the the depth of the Heat and their shooters, mm-hmm. the fact that they have more guys than the Sixers do, is going to be the difference in this game. Yeah. Bam Adebayo is one of the few guys in the NBA that could actually defend Joel Embiid. And even though Joel is going to get his, it's not an, It's going to be tough to, get an, to have enough mm-hmm. to offset what the Heat are going to be able to throw at you. When Tyler Hero comes off the bench and scores 30 points mm-hmm. at Milwaukee, it's just a different dynamic. They have so many different defenders. Caleb Martin off the bench can guard guys 94 feet. He could guard... Some guys driving to the basket. Just, it's going to be a really tough game for Philly when Embiid is off the court. People can say, well, Harden's on the floor. That's the general reaction that I got when I tweeted something that Philly was slightly flawed mm-hmm. on their bench. Is, well, no, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid has Harden when, when Embiid's off the court. And it's, yeah. okay, does James Harden block shots? Does he defend the paint? And can he guard centers? And, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, think of these things. The NBA isn't one with, two guys anymore mm-hmm. it, it, you're one with a progress a system almost um i love the spot the heat 
11 and 1 their last 12 games. It's going to be a generous line. It's going to yeah. be a short line at home. Okay. Uh, also on Sunday, Nets Celtics in Boston, which does mean not only Kevin Durant, but Kyrie Irving playing in that one. Man. Is this the game where the Nets get off the schneid? Honestly, man, if you, if you don't like the NBA, you're going to have to start liking it. <laughs> these games, like with Kyrie in, in Boston and Boston playing good, these are entertaining games. Um, yeah, obviously, lean Boston in this game. Boston's playing so well. You know it's, you know it's personal for Kyrie. Uh, yeah, it's personal for the Boston Celtics, too. Yeah, oh, there, yeah. It's, it, yeah, I, they it's feel bigger, slighted. And, it's yeah. bigger for the Celtics. Kyrie messed up the Celtics' rhythm for two years. That's the thing. It's, okay, yeah, it's a vendetta for Kyrie. He's going to have a huge game. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. It's a bunch of guys, though, that want to stick it to him sure. for disrupting their flow yeah. and to say, hey, we don't need you, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially when he came out there and said that he wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, but look, aside left. from that, that's not, that's not the handicap in the <laughs> no, game. It's a subplot. <laughs> but the Celtics are just playing really, really well. Yeah. And the the Nets got to see yeah. Jalen Brown's status if he's playing in this game like yeah, the Celtics. Yeah, but for sure. Yeah. But again, look how much we like the Grizzlies and the Celtics beat the yeah. Grizzlies tonight. That's the, true. The Grizzlies are a better team than the Nets are. Uh, well, I'll, I'll take that back. With Kyrie back, NKD playing dangerous team but still they got to get it's the it's the other guys that got to come together nba finals rematch part two suns bucks on sunday yeah i gotta like the bucks in this spot devin Mm. booker's still out with covid protocols i don't know where that line is going to be it's going to be no cp3 no devin booker most likely unless he gets out of covid protocols Uh, the suns blew out the bucks three weeks ago about by 24 Mm -hmm. this is a complete buck spot yeah, at home, little revenge spot for them. I like it as well. Yeah, that's right, the weekend in the NBA. Let's talk oh, one more. Yep, quickly. What do you like? Clippers Sunday versus the Knicks. Knicks complete fade. If you haven't, Knicks are a disaster right now. Been sleeping under a rock. Six for the last straight three months. The Knicks are a fade. Knicks they'll, they'll make ten it, against. The they'll make it. The se- they'll make it seven straight losses at Phoenix, and then it'll they're going to get eight, smoked yeah. by Phoenix, even without Devin Booker. Then it'll be an eighth straight loss against the Clippers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, we can we could talk about the Knicks all day uh, because of their inefficiencies. Let's talk college hoops here. Conference tournaments uh, are beginning in the mid majors. The major conference tournaments will begin uh, coming up soon. If you're, you're you're watching these teams, anybody that you think could provide some value here come tournament time, you know, a team that might be an underdog, maybe a lower seed. Any team to any teams to look out for. Talking power conferences, if you're betting the ACC tournament, I would circle Wake Forest and Miami. I think they're two teams that can win a couple of games in this tournament, can cover at least one or two games each in this tournament. They're going to be catching points. Uh, probably at some point, if, you know, the second game. Miami's got a lot of talent. Miami's a little bit small, but they play a lot of guards. McGusty and Wong, they have – play good defense they're a tough matchup for some teams that can't handle their speed wake forest has a lot of shooters when they're at full strength they could play fast they turn around that program really really fast um arkansas has been red hot i mean everyone saw them beat kentucky and that game arkansas I believe it's 12 and 1 against the spread their last 13 right now mm. arkansas's defense is really really good and they're they're it's not a, a not a, a clean style of play sometimes on offense, but they really get up in you defensively. 
And speaking of defense, San Diego State is playing some of the best defense in the country. They were just in a two-overtime game with Fresno State, but they've had some really, really tough games the last couple of weeks. San Diego State currently uh, the, one of the last four in, according to ESPN's Joe Lenardi. He has them playing Rutgers in the, the play-in game. Be fun. And, hey, anything could happen in conference tournaments, too, that's telling the next 10, 11 days. What about uh, any, you know, maybe looks at the teams to make a run in the tournament? Um, a team that I'm very high on, I, I'm not shy about it. I talk about them every night, is Villanova. Uh, I think that there's a lot of um, – there's a lot to like about this team. First of all, coaching, tournament tested. Colin Gillespie's been there for five years. I love betting on teams. If you think a player's been in college too long, bet on that team, right? It always worked around, or always worked out with McNamara at Syracuse, with Perry Ellis at, at Kansas. It's working out with Colin Gillespie here. If you think a player's been there too long, bet that team. Uh, Nova is in a very interesting situation because if, if they're seeding, holds true the way that Joel Lenardi has them seated, which is a three seed in the East. That means they play their first two games in Pittsburgh. Okay, cross-state travel, whatever. But then the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight are in Philadelphia at the Wells Fargo Center where they play some home games. That's got to be an advantage well, for them. It's an advantage, but you got to be... You got to be aware of the fact that it could have an adverse effect in the sense of you don't want the fan base, you don't want the kids which they're an experienced team mm -hmm. obviously well coached and not gonna fall into that but you don't want to be looking ahead to and talking about oh well the Sweet oh, Sixteen, yeah, the Elite Eight, and you might you not wanna, get there yeah. you don't, don't want to be talking about something that's going to happen or maybe happen in two weeks and not focus on what's going to happen right mm -hmm. then and there it, it, you don't want it to look so sweet but then again look they're a mature team let's see what happens there's a lot that's going to happen in the next three weeks Duke, the uh, farewell tour for Coach K, you know that the committee is going to give them a soft draw. You yeah, know they, they of want, course. They, they, want, they want, want them Duke. in the final yes. four. They're going to do everything that they can <laughs> to get them there. And, you know, rightfully so. I mean, Duke, Duke's going to probably get there either way, no matter what. <laughs> this is a fun style. Between Duke, Arizona, Kansas, this is a loaded, loaded tournament, man. This is a lot different than we were talking about a year and two years ago. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is a very different class. Who do you think could be this year's Oregon State? Can they, if you're talking about a team that's going to make an Elite Eight run and they go 3-29 and 29 yeah. next year, I don't know. It's, it's not possible. Um, I don't know, man. That's such a one-off situation. Yeah, it was like, such a good situation. Well, look, there's, a, there's obviously Cinderella stories, and there's obviously teams that make runs. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Let's see the – I don't know if it's – I think you got to wait to see the conference tournaments, how those shake. Yeah, the conference tournaments. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy. And, and everybody talks about February and, and March 1st and 2nd, where, where these teams are seated. March 4th to March 11th, 12th, what happens yeah. affects about 20 to 25% of the bracket in some years. Well, we will have uh, Selection Sunday coming up on the 13th. We have the conference tournaments getting underway. We will study and learn and get ready to dominate our brackets. He's James Alberino. You follow him on Twitter at Spread Investor. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air. Follow us all on the network here at VSIN Live. Coming up next, I got to tell you about the underdog situation here in the NHL. Why I missed out on a really big payday if I would have done an underdog round robin. This is the look ahead here on VSIN.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare <laughs>